Welcome to The Glow Up Table, an audio series created for every woman on her glow up, transforming her life, and knowing what she brings to the table. So grab a seat, sis, tune in wherever you are, and let's get glowing, girl. I am your host, Camille Anwilly, and this is The Glow Up Table Podcast. everybody and welcome to another episode of the glow up table i am your host camille annually wherever you are whether you're working from home you're at the gym you're in your car going to get in your bag welcome to another episode of the glow up table have a seat sis and let's get glowing okay look now i feel like i say this every single time whenever i do a podcast I know I have been in a hiatus, but your girl has to take care of herself. She's got some business to handle. She's got to grind. And what I mean by grind is that I'm healing. As you guys may have listened to my previous episode, I was very open about my journey in terms of therapy for I decided to finally consider it. And so far, y'all, it's been great. Um, It allows me to feel heard, feel seen, validated, and to understand why certain things happened to me and why certain things happened for me. And I'm very proud to say that I am healing and um, I, I really can't wait to see what else it is that I can learn and unlearn throughout the course of my life. So I am extremely fortunate and grateful for this journey. It's been very tough. Um, I think admitting to yourself alone that you need this service is hard, but I guarantee you it's going to definitely rewire your mindset. And it's been great so far. So Without further ado, I do apologize for my hiatus, but at the same time, being on my hiatus allowed me to think more about what it is that I wanted to talk about here at the glow up table. And you know what, ladies, what I love about this glow up table is that it's going to um, not only attract, but it's also very inclusive to women of different cultures, different backgrounds, different occupations, um, different mindsets and experiences. And that is welcomed here at the table. We may disagree on certain topics, but I think um, coming together and just hearing each other out and validating one's experience has been great. And I hope that The Glow Up Table will continue to promote more of that, especially during this time. However, I wanted to touch base on a topic that I've been experiencing a lot lately. And I, you know, maybe kind of want to get your views on this particular topic. And this topic involves... Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I was watching a YouTube video prior to this. I do apologize, you guys. But as I was saying, I do want to touch base on the topic of privacy and what it really means to be a private person. 
because I've been noticing with everything that has been taking place in the world, whether it's the election, pop culture, even issues of social injustice, I've noticed that a lot of users of social media have been using social media as a platform to not only share and talk about their experiences, but I've noticed that it's getting to a point where users are putting out their most personal information. And what I mean is that we live in an era of oversharing. And I it really pains me to say this, but information has become more and more accessible to the point where myself, I have found it to be overwhelming in a way. Um, I find that I have to really figure out whether or not the information that is being presented to me is factual or fraudulent. And to dive deeper, I'm just wondering now, as a generation that thrives on technology, what is privacy anymore? What does privacy even mean? I do consider myself a very private person. I'm not one to overshare my experiences. I'm not one to just constantly plaster myself all over social media. And um, I feel like if I'm asked a question, I will happily provide an honest answer, even if I'm unsure of the question, but I just can't see myself putting out my most vulnerable information or putting out information that is very sacred to me. So for example, what's sacred to me, and we can agree to disagree on this point, but I, I don't like to post my body or myself in lingerie for male consumption. Um, my body is very sacred to me. I was given one body and I was given the privilege to, to treat it with the love and care that it deserves. Um, I'm not really in a headspace to just put it all out there. And I know that we live in a generation of OnlyFans where you see women who are posting content uh, and rather explicit content all for a fee and I also noticed too that even on my Twitter feed I'll often see a link with OnlyFans as well as a photo of somebody in lingerie right and I get that it's promotion but it really makes me question where we stand in terms of privacy because Hear me out, okay? Um, I'm currently studying human resources at the U of A. Um, my classes are being conducted remotely, and it has really opened up my mind to different practices in HR. And I took a course on recruitment and selection. And from what my professor told me, a lot of sourcing is done now through social media. So if a candidate sends in a resume for a job, 
what hiring managers are doing now is they are looking up that person on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And it's so easy because all the hiring manager has to do is put in the person's first name and last name, and then it just opens up an outlet to their photos, their public statuses, their personal views on certain situations that have taken place around the world. And I've come across a few horror stories about how lives are ruined because of a certain view or a photo that, you know, shows them in very compromising positions or they're doing things in relation to a sexual nature and what my mom constantly tells me and also I've had conversations with my female friends about this is that not only just people but especially women need to be very mindful of the content and information that they put on social media because with social media you are giving sorry you are giving people an outlet to look at photos of you you are giving people an outlet to read and see your certain views on specific topics and especially with only fans right you're giving people all access to you you're giving people access to your body to your nude photos to your explicit content even for a fee it's still being accessible and what i don't think users understand is that whatever it is that you post on social media even when you remove it it's gonna be there for the rest of your life and this is where privacy comes into play um i'm just wondering now like what counts now as as privacy right i personally don't like to share personal information about myself on social media for it's very dear and sacred to me for i'd rather have these conversations with people in real life as opposed to just giving an all access pass for people to come to me now i understand that you know if i post a certain view or opinion on social media i'm giving people access to at me i'm giving people access to potentially cause harm to me whether through name calling slut shaming um positive or even negative responses right and for me i've had to catch myself a few times where i wanted to post a certain opinion on the election or black lives matter or feminism and as i'm typing up a tweet or a status and even a caption to post on instagram i've had to catch myself midway and ask myself okay camille is this something that you really want to post because once you put it out it's out there and even if you go back to edit it there's actually going to be a little section where it says edited right so um i usually end up backspacing 
and coming up with a different caption so that it doesn't come off as insensitive or as um, degrading or as condescending, right? Because people have different reactions, right? We don't all react the same as human beings. And um, I definitely have my own viewpoints on OnlyFans. Yes, women are making money off of their explicit content, but at the same time, that money is fast money, right? The way you get it is easy and the way you lose it is easy as well, right? And then now you're being pressured to put out even more explicit content at a higher price where you're now not only putting yourself up to become possibly um, slut-shamed and degraded by people, but it can also do a number on your mental health and how you view yourself overall as a human being. And y'all, with OnlyFans, they're only showing you the glamorous side of it. There's a very, very dark side to OnlyFans, as well as putting, you know, public information on such a public platform. You never know. That could all come back and bite you in the ass. Users could be taking screenshots and sharing it to porn sites or human trafficking sites, right? But as outsiders looking in, we're so focused on the shiny object syndrome, which is known as SOS, where something looks really good, but once you attain it, you're going to find out quickly that it's not so great and that there are consequences, right? So um, I'm not attacking women who do use OnlyFans. I mean, look, get your money, but um, in the long run, I, I think what people tend to overlook is the fact that when you put this out, this information is going to be with you forever. Even when you delete it, this information is archived and that's when the receipts come out, right? So if, for example, if I'm a hiring manager and I'm looking through resumes and I see somebody has, you know, great skills on paper, but when I go on their Facebook or on their Twitter and just scroll a few times and come across something offensive or even something in relation to an OnlyFans link, I'm like, okay, well, I can't hire this person because if I hire them, they need to have values that align with this organization as well as its reputation. I can't hire somebody who has an OnlyFans account because that's going to tarnish not only the reputation of the organization, but you're going to be the talk of the office. Therefore, it's going to be a, a very toxic work environment for you, right? So um, in terms of where privacy comes in, I think that we as users and as human beings need to be very mindful of what we put out on the internet. And uh, um, privacy is a luxury that I think is very much overlooked and apply this rhetoric to womanhood and femininity. Women who are of high value and know who they are and have great confidence in themselves, they don't necessarily like to overshare personal information. You know what I'm saying? So they're more likely to just have this mysterious allure to them 
And if you look at women like, for example, Lori Harvey, right? When you go on her Instagram page, she's very put together. She is classy, elegant, and as a woman of high value where her confidence doesn't have to speak for herself. She's mindful of the information that she puts out. Yes, we know that she played all these rappers. We know that her and Future were together and that, you know, she probably played him as well. And as she should, like, come on, y'all, Future's a dog, okay? Woof, woof. But even though we know all of this information about Lori, she has never, ever publicly stated her relationship status or where she stands with Future or where she stands with Trey Songs, or where she stands with this particular athlete. She has never had to vocally state that because she doesn't have to. It is not her job. She would rather choose to remain a mystery and not overshare information about herself that could potentially put her up to be um, uh, embarrassed, right? She knows who she is at the end of the day. She continues to walk with grace and hold herself to a high standard, right? And I think that is an example that a lot of women should follow where information is kept to themselves, right? Think of it as a Birkin bag. And I'm not going to go into this whole Birkin bag talk about, you know, sweetie and like how a man needs to buy you a Birkin bag and, you know, pay your bills. I'm not going to go into that. That is a waste of my time. I, I don't care. And quite frankly, I'd rather have the power and status in real life as opposed to front as if I am rich when in reality, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not. I, I, I like to put more emphasis on wealth and I'd rather struggle to get my wealth instead of looking like it. You know what I'm saying? But um, going back to what I said about Birkin bags, Birkin bags, when we think of the word Birkin or if we see a photo of it, for me, I think of a Birkin bag as being high in value, which it is. There's a lot of emphasis on the craftsmanship and there is exclusivity when it comes to owning a Birkin bag, you have to be on a wait list, right? You can't just walk into the Hermes store and say, hey, I want this bag in this material and in this colorway. It doesn't work like that. And I think that women need to apply the Birkin bag mentality into their mindset because part of being a private person involves exclusivity. You get to decide and dictate who has access to you and you also get to decide how much information about yourself that you put out there on the internet right so um i would definitely consider myself as somebody who is um a high value woman and does have a birkin bag mentality um now that i've been going through therapy i've learned now that in previous situations I let so many people have access to me and I've given out information and overshared to people who I thought I could trust only to have them stab me in the back and use what I said and put it against me where now I understand why this happened for me because the reason why it happened for me is because I wasn't being mindful of who I should allow access to me and my energy, right? So um, this whole year since quarantine, it, it took me nine months to 
fully grasp this and to um, also apply this to my social media presence. You know, I'm a very private person. I don't like to write paragraphs about myself. I like to just keep it cute and mysterious and just, you know, keep it moving. So I'll give you all an example, actually, of my most recent photo. Um, I posted this today, actually, on November 13th. And I just posted a really cute picture of myself, of, uh, you know, me in a little field, you know, skin popping, hair glowing, and just in my most natural state. And in the caption, I wrote, hair popping, skin glowing, enjoying solitude, therapy is going great, manifesting a whole lot, not getting cheated on. So really, the purpose of that caption was to let you guys in a little bit, but not get too deep. These are some things that are is, is happening in my life. This is how I'm feeling. And this is what I'm doing, right? And it's only just very small tidbits in terms of what it is that I'm doing. So for anyone who is looking at this photo and reading this caption, you're not going to get the, the full me. You're getting about 5% of what it is that I'm doing. And you're also getting 5% of what it is that I'm feeling without knowing the full story, without knowing what goes on behind the scenes, because I'm not putting myself in a position to overshare. And I've also learned too, y'all, that oversharing is actually a, a trauma response. And I, I've noticed this, especially with people that I used to be friends with, you know, um, I wouldn't even ask or speak. And all of a sudden I'm getting their entire life story. I'm getting stories about drama. And I'm also getting like paragraphs in text messages where they're explaining themselves and, um, you know, talking about a, a, a negative situation. And I just kind of look back and think to myself, like, oh my gosh, what, like, what is, what is, what is going on where you have to constantly overshare? Like, is there a lack of attention? Um, is this something that you are doing to make yourself feel validated? Because really it, it doesn't, it doesn't do anything. And being exclusive and being private is the greatest luxury that we, uh, all should have but unfortunately have lost due to this era of oversharing so um i would say for my ladies who listen to the glow up table please just be mindful of who you allow to have access to you as well as you know using social media like i get that we want to use social media to stay on top of certain issues and you know pop culture right uh look i'm not gonna lie to y'all I watch a lot of videos and I do find myself on the shade room scrolling a few times just to read, you know, certain things that are happening to people that are, are well known, right? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, these people, these, these famous people that, that we know about, like, we know more about their business than they do, right? So just imagine being someone or being a celebrity where the whole world knows things before you even know them. Like, um, for example, I'm so sorry, I'm eating an orange right now. I'm really hungry. <laughs> but for example, I remember waking up on, what was it? The day where Joe Biden was announced president-elect and I was on the shade room, just casually scrolling mindlessly. 
And I came across a really sad post involving DaBaby and his older brother committing suicide. And of course it was TMZ that released this information. And it seems that TMZ, as well as the entire world, knew about his brother committing suicide before DaBaby even knew right so where's the where's the privacy where's the where's the respect you know what i'm saying so it's almost like people are are thriving and making money off of a situation that is tragic that the person involved themselves don't even know about right and that's where you know we have to figure out where to draw a line between okay like who has access to me right and i can't even imagine what the baby must have felt when you know the whole world knew about the situation before he did now he has to carry the the baggage and carry the trauma and emotions that obviously came with the death of his brother but now people the whole world his instagram comments his followers are going to be flooding his social media showing their sympathy and not even give this man space to fully take in his emotions and how he should respond to this. And I, I can't even imagine how overwhelming that must feel to him as well as his family, knowing that there's no barricade of, of, of privacy or respect for his loved ones for that matter, right? So um, I, I think it's really important to maintain a private life and also understand that if you want to live a, a life of privacy and exclusivity, that is all dependent on you. You have the control in terms of who is able to access you and who you should reveal certain information to like i'm extremely guarded and very very aware of who i let into my circle i'm very fortunate to have a small group of friends who are confident who are strong and who are also very exclusive and mindful about who they give um access to or who they allow access to um, whenever I host my close friends at my home, I make sure that there is a safe space being created where they can talk about their most vulnerable um, feelings and create a sense of security where they don't feel judged. And whatever it is that my friends tell me, I'm going to tell you all like this, whatever information is being told in my house and in my presence and in my space, I have to make sure that what is being shared and what is being told does not transpire over to other parties. Because how would that look on me, right? That's a reflection of my character. So what I urge women to do is to just um, just be, be aware and also make sure you make judgments before you reveal a part of yourself because once you reveal a part of yourself y'all or give yourself to somebody especially a man and if you want to talk sexually you can't get that energy back so think twice before you tweet think before you speak and most importantly think before you act because what you say and do is going to be a part of your legacy right do you want to be known as somebody with an OnlyFans page 
Is that what you want to be known as? Because I guarantee you, that's how people are going to judge you. If you constantly keep putting that type of content and information out there, you get me. So ladies, please be mindful and please, 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 please view your privacy as a luxury. You get to decide who gets a part of you. Keep it a hundred. Okay. I'm your host, Camille Ann Woolley. Thank you so much for coming to the glow up table. I hope we got a chance to glow and grow together. And I definitely promise you that I will put out more episodes in the near future. Thank you so much for listening. And please let me know if you want me to talk about anything else on the glow up table. Um, I'm definitely learning to be more open, but obviously private and keeping a very uh, mysterious allure to me. So please feel free to send me a message and also send your reviews on today's episode. I would love to hear from y'all. Make sure you follow the glow up table on Instagram at the glow up table and say hi to your girl. Okay. But other than that, I'm out. Let's glow and let's grow. Cue to music.